Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. Today, we've got a threesome on the podcast. Ooh. I'm so excited to have Marin from Life with Marin and Lindsay from We Met at Acme back on the show. How are you guys doing? Welcome. Thanks for having us. So happy to be here. Well, today I wanted to do something a little bit fun. We're going to be talking about celebrity dates, first dates, second dates, worst dates, best dates. There's just a lot of different stories here of some fun, unusual things that I thought I knew everything about celebrities, but I didn't know some of these stories. Some of them are horrifying and some of them are very romantic. So we're kind of going to go through and speculate on if they make sense for each celebrity couple. So before we get into it, you two are dating experts with your own dating podcasts. Mm -hmm. So so we have a little bit of like something to go off of when we get introduced to all of these dates. What would you say? I'll start with you, Marin. What makes a date fantastic and what makes a date awful? Okay, so for fantastic chemistry, I think you could be in a grocery store and if the chemistry's there, you're having fun. It's all about that. The worst date, I think, is low effort. So I recently went and got a blowout, got a cute dress for a first date, and then it was at Gregory's Coffee, which is a chain, and it was, like, well lit. There were tourists. Like, it was really bad. So I think the location matters. Yes. Yeah, and can make or break. Yeah, that's that's not great. Yeah. Especially if you were expecting something, like, sexy and I was yeah yeah there was a lot of hype I like the blowout in Gregory's coffee kind of (laughs) killed me yeah wait how did you not know you were going there was it like a because I told him to plan something near me and I was gonna stop by after work and then coffee after work yeah yeah (laughs) and then it was only an hour because I had a hard out and I didn't warn him (laughs) so then when I had to go I was just like oh by the way I have to go it was a shit show. There was no chemistry, but yeah. 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 I feel That's you on the effort. Yeah. I would say um, what makes a good date is like banter. Yeah. Like if you guys are just right. like hitting that mark on the banter and it's like an intellectually stimulating conversation, that's what gets me going personally. I'm like, oh, you're hot and sexy and smart. And like, that's, that's hot. I would say what makes a Oh, and also, like, eye contact, mm. like, hot eye contact, you know, not, like, like someone looking at contact. your lips and, like, <laughs> yeah, looking back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but if if they're not looking at you, that's off. Yeah, something's yeah. off, for mm. sure. Um, What makes a bad date is, like, when it feels like you're pulling teeth in one way or the other. Like, I'm not even blaming the other person. Sometimes it could be you. Like, you're not giving anything, mm-hmm. you know? And I've been on a date where I had to basically interview him the whole time. Yes. And he was giving me one-word answers. And I was like, I don't want to be here either. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just so confused. And then, of course, he asked me out again. Yeah, because he had such a fun time talking you. about himself. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm with you. I agree for both of those. Those are like literally my answers. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. Like I've had some fantastic dates that I know everybody now, right, is like it has to be dinner. It has to be this. Some of the best dates I've had are like walking and like window shopping with someone and like mm-hmm. pointing things out. If the chemistry's there, the chemistry's yep. there. So we're going to get into some of these celebrity dates. We're going to start with the good ones. Then we're going to go into like the very niche ones. And then we're going to end with the worst ones of all time. So I want to do George Clooney and Amal, which, by the way, every time I see their names together, I just think George Clooney and Anal. Do you know what I mean? Do you yeah, guys think 100%. that's 100%? <laughs> I've never thought that, but now I do. For some reason, it's just, you know, here. Do you think he's into Anal? I think every guy would be into Anal. Is You'd any... be surprised. Really? Yeah. I don't think they are as much as you think. Yeah. Oh, 
then I <laughs> but don't know where I got that. You from. have been pool. to be finding a lot of guys who are into anal, so I'm curious if they have something in common. We, they're all bisexual. <laughs> that would do it. Usually, right? Mm-hmm. Not afraid to get a little bit uh, in the booty hole there. But so George and Amal, I feel like they're such a beloved Hollywood couple. And he was the type of guy where everybody was like, when the hell is he going to settle down? He was kind of the older generation's Leonardo DiCaprio. He met this powerhouse of a woman, and he obviously took her on a powerhouse of a first date for the first time that they went out. So he invited her to a recording session that he was doing with a 150-piece orchestra over at Abbey Road. So he basically texted her. You know, they wanted to go out to dinner afterwards. He told her to swing by. Um, She was actually late to their first date because she was working at her bougie, what is she, right, a human rights lawyer or something? Mm -hmm. Yep. Now, I have a question for you. I feel like most people would hear something like that and they would be like, it's love bombing or is it romantic? What do you think? Where's the line? I think if it's someone like George Clooney, like, and I hate, I hate that this is a thing, but it's like, if it's someone that you know doesn't do this often, right? Like when they're doing it, I don't think that it's love bombing. If it's someone who's like, oh my God, like, I don't know if they're, is there like a guy in Hollywood who like, you know, does this all the time? Drake. Like, yeah. Like yeah. if it's Drake, of course it's love bombing. But if it's George Clooney mm-hmm. and like everyone knows that he never really likes someone enough, then it's sweet, I think. Yeah. Romantic. Yeah. I, I think if I was going on a date with George Clooney, I wouldn't take it seriously and I would just enjoy the moment and know that it could end at any time because he's a notorious bachelor. Yeah. And so, yeah, love bomb me, George Clooney. Great. <laughs> I'll enjoy it, and then if it passes, okay, great. No, That's a like a story. What if you went to Gregory's Coffee and there was like 150 different espressos? <laughs> Would you be impressed? Would you be like, oh, my God, the, the coffee orchestra is waiting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I do think, like, you know what? It is a lot for a first date. Yeah. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's like, I don't know who did the reporting on the date, but it's like, was he just with this orchestra or did he orchestrate the orchestra to come? So he happened to be recording and he said that he wanted to impress her. So he was like, now would be a good time to invite her Mm. beforehand. And I think it's kind of funny that he played a little bit of a card, like here's my impressive card. And then she showed up late with her badass job and she's like, I see you and I raise you one in a virtuous way. That's like when a guy's like, oh man, like I was like out clubbing last night and it's like, I was at the soup kitchen beat you you know what I mean like you kind of beat them by being virtuous I I also think it's a little lazy having her come to his job Mm. with peace and love how funny if like the orchestra turned into a marching band like come to her. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she would kill him because she takes her job so seriously. True. If he, if it were reversed yeah. and like the orchestra showed up at his. But also like I think they even the playing field by the mm-hmm. fact that she was late cuz she was like it's on my time if I'm going to come to you. Yeah. True. I just think for a lot of these dates that we're going to go through, the date kind of matches the vibe of the person and mm. I feel like this was very very evenly matched. Everybody loves them as a couple. Um, after their first date, they went out and got dinner. They said that, like, they knew from dinner that they were going to be together. And he used to write letters to her, and he would pretend to be his dog. So he would, like, write letters to her as his dog saying, I'm being held hostage and I need a lawyer, blah, 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 pretending to be the dog. Cute or cringe? What do you think? Obsessed. Obsessed. Oh, yeah? Like, yes. beyond obsessed. <laughs> beyond. It, it kind of reminds me of something that, like, my husband and I did a little early on. Mm-hmm. Um, not like writing emails pretending to be the dog, but we like, and I think I've told you this, but I have this like fantasy 
<laughs> this fantasy of like not actually being with a married man, but like being with a married man. Okay. And so he like took on the persona of like a married man when Hot. we would email, and he'd be like, "My wife reads my emails. Like, please stop emailing me." Ooh. And I love that. And like, I didn't have to coach him to like get to say that, and I just thought that that was like you know and reminds me of the dog thing like you're immediately playful with one another yeah it's, it's like different have you guys ever done that in person like you go to a hotel bar and pretend you're meeting or something i like we've tried <laughs> yeah. it was more like early on in dates now it's like we're like a little you are lazier. yeah but like if we are meeting at like a birthday party and not showing up together i'm like i'll say like don't come up to me like I'll find you at the bar like something like that that's hot yeah I keep saying hot like I'm Paris Hilton but (laughs) I do like that and I think that each couple creates their own little fantasy world together and I think that's a way that they did that Mm -hmm. it was like their inside joke that only they did Mm -hmm. yeah so I think they're cute no notes on them the next one though I do have notes on okay this is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly Mm -hmm. and I think they're just like I will die on this hill. If he was a woman, he would have been in a conservatorship like two years ago. The amount of insane things he's like said and done. But this was their first date. He talked about it on the Ellen show. So it's like cursed all around. He said that for their first date, they scaled this balcony and climbed up to a rooftop. So they were on a first date and there was this like roof that he saw. And he said to her, this is an exact quote. I used to hang out there. I just want you to come and see my world for a minute. But the door was locked, so they had to, like, and she was wearing these heels and everything, so they had to kind of climb up this balcony and the fire escape to get to the roof. He said it was very dangerous. I'm glad she's alive. I just think the whole, like, I just want you to come and see my world for a minute. Like, who do you think you are, Aladdin? Like, it's just, it was weird to me. I just don't like him. What do you guys think of this? So selfish. Yeah, very selfish. dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know her, obviously, but I feel like she had a really, like, not great marriage with Brian Austin, Brian Austin Green. Green. Yeah. And so I'd want her to come out of that marriage being like pursued and feeling good about herself. And I feel like she just went right back into something that made her kind of feel bad about herself with like another narcissist. That yeah. took over her identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like Machine Gun Kelly. I think he's nuts. And I think that Megan Fox just came out with a poetry book. Yeah. And it sounds like she's deeply unhappy based upon that book and, like, quotes from it. Isn't it um, funny? Like, no one ever writes happy poetry. I mean, they do. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. But, yeah, he seems he seems too hot and heavy for me. Just, like, even the start, it started at such a high adrenaline rate. It's like, how is that going to ever be sustainable? Yes. I, I think know. the three, like, cringiest things to me was, one, cringiest are also, like, red flags. One was the ring that he gave her that has, like, thorns in it. So if you take it off, it, like you know, sticks into your skin and makes you bleed. Gross. The second was um, when she said, like, I think she posted on Instagram, they were at an award show. She's like, we had to cut a hole in my unitard so we could have sex. I'm like, I don't need to know that you guys are, like, cutting holes in front of your holes so that way you can penetrate holes at a public event. Like, you can keep that one to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the third was when... um he said this himself of his own volition that he at one point had called her and he was afraid that they were going to break up and he called her with a gun in his mouth crying and sobbing and screaming and I'm just like if a woman did that she would have been 5150 so quickly but him and Pete Davidson get to like brand themselves and stick guns in their mouths and everyone's like they are just so romantic I'm like no No, it's unwell you know and what scares me is that she probably thought that yeah that was so like meaningful and such a grand gesture of him to call and say like yeah. I'd rather die than 
Because she's probably breakup. used to these toxic relationships. Exactly. So she thinks that, like, that is love, you know? She's, like, yeah. the perfect example of the hottest person ever who doesn't realize that her she, power. Yeah, just And she more. accepts craziness when she could get probably the world. But yeah. I don't think she knows she's hot. I think she has major body dysmorphia. You really think? Yeah, I think she's been brainwashed. I feel like her and Emrata know they're hot, but they aren't attracted to guys who want to pursue them. Mm. Like they're attracted to guys who want to like play games with them. Ooh, that's a hot take. I actually kind of agree now that you say that. Such an easy solution. They could just date each other and make everyone happy. <laughs> I think that that could actually happen. Right? Yeah. Manifest. I'm here for it. I'd be into it. I'd love it. Today's episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Next Evo Naturals. It is the holiday season. It's the season of cheer and giving and also usually uh, copious amounts of stress. All right. We're used to it. We just know that this is the time of year for that. So if you are under stress or you're feeling anxious, maybe you're having trouble sleeping and you want to try CBD, I suggest doing it with Next Evo Naturals. I use all of their CBD products. They come in both like a capsule form as well as a gummy form. I've been using them for over a year now and I absolutely love it. Uh, they have this new water-soluble form of CBD, which means that it is going to work faster and absorb four times better. So that way you can stay calmer or sleep better during the stressful time of year. So don't waste your time with the oil-based CBD that might not work. Upgrade to better natural solutions from Next Evo. You can go to nextevo.com and use promo code FLUENTLY to get 25% off. That is 25% off at nextevo.com with the promo code FLUENTLY. This next one was also, um, I have opinions on it, so we'll just talk about it. James Corden and his wife, Julia Carey. I just thought, this was a little sus. First of all, we were saying beforehand, James Corden is gay and wants to fuck Harry Styles. I mean, that's just, I think that's what's going on. But I found out that recently that he's married. So this was their story. People were trying to spin it as a meet cute that deserves to be included in a rom-com. I thought it was strange. So they met each other at a party. And that night at the party, they spent the night jokingly kind of planning out the rest of their lives together, which I feel like sometimes you do that on a first date just for fun. Like mm -hmm. sometimes it's fun to indulge in that. So then at the end of the night, they were in the back of a cab. They had a little, a sort of little smooch. And then James said to her, what are you doing on Saturday night? Do you want to stay in and do nothing? And then we could do nothing on Sunday night. And then if you want, we could go to work and do nothing on Monday. And then we could do nothing on Tuesday. And my hunch is if we do enough nothing, then that nothing might become something. How do you feel about that? So fake. It's such a fake story. I don't believe it. He's not. He's like, that's like. Two steps below Gregory's coffee. Like, yeah. he's just saying a whole lot of nothing. I, I would be like, you're on TV. Do you maybe want to get, like, a glass of wine or something? You yeah, know? something is sus about that. Do we know when they met? Was he already James Gordon? Well, they got married in 2012. So, I mean, that would have been, you know, about a decade ago. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's been Do around. Do we know anything about her? Uh, she didn't divorce him after he was in Cats, so we know that she's oh, kind-hearted and she's generous and forgiving Extremely. and full of grace. She's really open-minded, <laughs> that one. I just thought it was, um, it's so nice. Like, my favorite date to do with my boyfriend is stay in, get a little bit high, make buttered noodles, and play Heroes of Might and Magic and Sims while he does his own thing and maybe there's, like, a show on in the background. Mm -hmm. To me, like, that's bliss, that's heaven, that's nirvana. But it's only blissful because 
he's already asked me to be in a relationship and we've gone out on dates and I know that he's taken out a credit card for like a drink before. Otherwise, it's not blissful, you know, like Mm -hmm. those things have to come in stages to me. And everybody loves hanging out, but no girl wants to be asked, let's hang out and do nothing, especially not in the beginning. Not on a second date. There's something a little off and it's kind of giving I'm a celebrity. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do what I feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. as opposed to me leaving my comfort zone to pursue you, which you deserve. What's the most like low key, free of cost, kind of lazy first date that you would accept and find romantic? Well, I no longer accept coffee dates because I've just had so many horrible ones. I I needed an exciting, like romantic environment to start to feel the romance. Some people are like, I can go anywhere like you, you you can go on a walk on a first date. I can't. Usually I need like a hot environment. So I think the most low stakes place a place. Okay, why can I not talk? The most low stakes place a person could bring me would be like a jazz bar for happy hour. Mm. That's it. Does it, could it be a dive bar or does it have to be like. No, not a dive bar on a first date for me. Okay. For so me, that's just like, like, I don't like it. Velvet seat, a seat with a cushion on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I need some sort of elevated experience. Yeah. And I've been spoiled clearly. How about you? <laughs> I would be fine with a walk. I'd be fine with coffee. Oh, but gosh. that's just because, I don't know, maybe it has to do with the fact that I don't drink, mm. whatever. Like, I just feel like it's the person and the connection that counts. Yeah. And when I've been brought to like a Knicks game, like front row on a first date, I was like so uncomfortable by it. You've been brought to a Knicks game front row? Yeah. Isn't that celebrity row? Yeah, but like also just like rich guy using his dad's money row. Love that. Do you have pictures? I definitely took them, yeah. I wouldn't know what to wear. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. It was overwhelming. I went with sneakers. Yeah. That's nice. Right? Good choice. No, I'm with you though. I I feel like it's um it's also the stuff around like if somebody said, Oh, you were talking about like matcha, I wanna try it. How about this spot? They have the best one in town. Like to me it's like the thought or Mm. oh, like you said this, blah blah blah. We were talking about the houses we like why don't we go on a walking date around the Upper East Side and, like, pick out what we like? Like, it doesn't have to cost money. It's just, like, the thought to me that really counts. I would do ice skating. Oh, yeah? That sounds cheap. Dude, watch out, because I've been on ice skating dates, and you get icked out so easily, because guys just, like, are not great at ice skating. I was going to say, it's hard. It's kind of like skiing on a first date. There's just so many variables that you have to think about. And then also if the guy's really good at ice skating, then you're also icked out in that direction. Right. What's going on, Michelle Kwan? (laughs) Right. And then he like sprays you with ice. (laughs) Uh Yeah, it's too much. If you're not good at all, then like you're holding on to the railing or you have to be like too dependent on him to like bring you down the ice. (laughs) Yeah. And you're You're, like, like, I'm not independent. That's true. It would make for good content, so you should do it. Yeah. I'll vlog it if I ever do. Please do. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next one we have here is Bill and Hillary Clinton. I thought, ooh. This one is, like, so my style. I thought this was freaking adorable, even though I will say I think that they haven't, like, slept in the same bed for the past 20 years. And I know someone who knows someone who told me for a fact. Oh, this is my favorite story. I was out at this, like, networking event for podcasting, and I met this guy who was, like, all braggadocious about what he does in L.A., and I was just waiting for him to drop some good tea. And finally he did, and he said that he was talking to Bill Clinton at one point, like, years ago, and he said to him, um... 
Hillary gets more chicks than I do. And it's basically confirmed that Hillary's just like this badass who like sleeps around with ladies. Oh, I love that. For yeah. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to hear who this LA guy was at dinner after. He's such a dick. Anyway. Um, okay. So this was their story of their, so they were both at Yale Law School. He was courting her and he wanted to take her to the Yale University Art Gallery for their first date. There was a Mark Rothko collection that was there. But there was a strike going on at the museum. So that area was closed off to the public. So she was a little bit disappointed, but then he found the museum's janitor and he spoke with the janitor and was like, is there any way we could see this exhibit? And the janitor said, well, if you guys pick up all the garbage on the museum lawn, then I'll let you in. So she was like, oh, let's do that. So they picked up all of the trash and then they were able to go in, see the exhibit and enter the sculpture garden, which I think now that I'm saying it out loud, it's kind of nasty that you got to pick up trash. I (laughs) hope they gave them a stick. But I just think that's like a fun little story. I think that's really cute. However, I would be like, Hillary, wait here. Like, I'm going to go pick up this trash so that we can go. Like, I wouldn't be like, (laughs) come with me in your nice outfit and pick up trash so that I could take you like, I would spare her. Yeah, you know, imagine he's like, oh, I'll get the aluminum cans. You get the stuff with the yeah. food in it. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think that they ever truly had a spark? Or did you do you think he saw her as an opportunity to go far politically? I think they did because I've seen pictures of them back in the day. And they were okay. like, you know, who was really cute. Joe Biden was. Like, oh, yeah. He, he was hot. Yeah. But also he, like Stalin, yeah. unfortunately. Mm. There's a photo Ooh, of him oh. back in the day. He's like really sexy. I, I agree with you, and I hate to say this, but yeah, Hillary was really hot. I, I don't think she is today, but but she's she pretty was old really now. Hot. She was yeah, hot. Yeah. I need to look. But she Despite was really all hot. That, uh, and adrenochrome, you know, it's not mm, keeping up. No, I'm just totally. kidding. I don't think they're drinking it. But no, no, no. They, uh, I think back in the day, they loved each other. Okay. Yeah. Now let's speculate. When do we think it went south? I think before Monica Lewinsky. I would say after Chelsea. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I shouldn't say that in front of you. Why? I'm not Because, I mean, they had a baby. Oh, no. And then, like, a lot of people lose the spark I, after. I think that their spark was, I mean, not to get into the astrology of it all. Okay. But uh, they're a Leo and a Scorpio. You know their signs? Of who, course. Who is who? Who do you think? Oh, I think Bill's the Leo. Of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hillary's yeah. the Scorpio. Oh, I'm a Scorpio, too. And, all sisters. Okay. And, like, she, I think it can be hard when the man is the Leo and the woman's the Scorpio. Okay. Um, because she like, you know, they're two forces Yeah, and she had an agenda and Leo men need to just be like hyped up all the time. And I think that him not having her like be fawning over him and like her wanting something for herself is a turnoff to him. Cause he's like, Oh no, it needs like, I'm the lion. Like I need to be like you know in charge mm, the center of attention you have to be like obsessed with me i could see that do you know what trump and biden's signs are i do um, oh no i know trump is a gemini because yeah. that's me that's you no, i'm just kidding and kanye like the worst <laughs> people are gemini no, Scott gemini men mm. are very different than gemini women um yeah and uh biden is a scorpio is he oh oh well there we go. We got a lot of Scorpios in. Uh, a lot of Scorpios. You should do an episode one day on like the astrology of politicians. I'd be obsessed with that. Oh, I yeah. mean, I feel like I would have to air it on your podcast because it's so not yeah. mine. Yeah, okay. That's what we'll have so to do. Yeah, I think that would be fun. So, okay. So we like that. Although it was kind of, I'm curious about how much trash he made her pick up. <laughs> the jury's out on that one, but we'll see. The next one is Dylan Sprouse and Barbara Palvin, right? That's how you say it? I thought it was Palvin, but I have Palvin. no idea. Um, you recently saw Barbara Palvin on a plane. I did. Yes. It was crazy. 
I have always been obsessed with her. Like, not actively, okay. but kind of passively. Like, the first moment I saw her on, I think it was, like, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Maybe yes. even before that. Yeah. I just, like, loved her face. She's a Libra, so I feel very close to her. And I obviously, I hadn't seen her in person. And then Stephen and I were at the airport and we saw her boarding the same flight as us. And we both kind of just like grabbed each other and we were like, oh <laughs> my shit. God. And we were both freaking out. And then for the rest of the flight, like we would take turns like peeing to try to see her closer. <laughs> She's so stunning. Yeah. So stunning. I didn't know who she was before Dylan Sprouse, mm. to be honest. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, people in like the modeling world knew and then like, I guess the tweeners or the millennials knew when she started um, dating him. But it's funny because there's a lot of people where, you know, I follow those Instagram accounts where they're like Instagram versus reality, beauty falls, like here's the Photoshop, here's all the makeup and the mm -hmm. lights and the Getty images. And I'm like, you know what? Celebrities are human and what we see isn't real. And then sometimes you'll see a celebrity or a gorgeous person in person and you're like, fuck it. They're no. even more gorgeous in person. Yeah, yeah, like I hate to say it. They literally are flawless. Like what the yeah. hell's going and on? And also she doesn't have that Instagram face that everyone has. Yeah. Like the variation of like a Kim Kardashian, the variation of like, you know, the she's lips like 90s and the thing. Like her, exactly. Like her face has always been like that. I don't know. Maybe she's had things done, but she is natural for the most part, as far yeah. as I know. She's got that face card. Is she, yeah. Well, her She's really gorgeous. first date with Dylan. So she was 25. He was 26. Um, there were some rumors, you know, that they were like getting flirty on social media, which is so funny that nowadays you can kind of tell who's dating who based off of like the likes and the comments on the photos. So they had exchanged messages for a few months and they were excited to meet up. They were both going to be in China. But then she had a Victoria's Secret Angels job that got canceled. So she said, I flew to China to see him after just talking for three months. I was supposed to work in China, but they canceled the job. And I said, is it crazy that I still want to go because I want to see you? And he said, yeah, please come. So she flew out there to be with him anyway. And that was where they had their first date. And then she said basically that um, she wanted them to be exclusive. But she also this I part I thought was confusing, but she also wanted them to wait. She said that Dylan was asking her to be exclusive in emails. And she was like, no, no, I have to get you more. I have to get to know you more. But then she was like, well, what am I waiting for? I might as well say yes. That one I find confusing. I'm like, was he really asking you to be exclusive? Like, yeah. I don't understand. I personally don't understand when people are like, I have to wait to get to know you more. I'm like, get to know them more while you're exclusive. And then if you don't like them, break up with them. But had they not met in person yet? Because I think that's off. If you just are, like, emailing back and forth. This was after they had met. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it I sounds like they that. hadn't met for a long time. I feel like he was obsessed with her from the jump and, mm. like, probably had been asking that for a long time. Mm. Also, like, it, it's a Victoria's Secret angel. Right. You got to kind of lock that down. I kind of yeah. love just jumping into it, like you said. I thought they hadn't met, but now that I know that they had, yes, do it. Yeah. Just go for it and then break up if it doesn't work. You right. know, what do you think about her flying to go see him for the first date? Is it giving Desperado or is it giving romantic Hallmark movie? I don't love it, but we don't know what he was saying to her. Like, we don't know that he, like, he, I just feel like she, he was probably hyping her up so much, like, telling her she was the most beautiful thing in the world every day, like sending gifts to wherever she was. I feel like she must have not thought that it was desperate if she did it. 
Yeah. I don't like it just because China is probably so unfamiliar to her. And for a first meeting and date, like what if she got there and it was awful? And then she's stuck in China. Yeah, you're not going to Houston, Texas. Like, yeah. That's like a long freaking flight, you know? That's I don't sad. like that she went to him, but I do feel like she was young and, like, spontaneous and, so, like, it would have and been different. And you've seen her on a plane and she's still beautiful anyway, so yeah. it doesn't so matter lo- that it was a long seemed flight. very low maintenance, I have yeah. to say. Really? And even her wedding seemed low maintenance. She just seems like a cool chick. So yeah. flawless. I will say, um, when I was, you know, during COVID, I was down with my parents in Florida for a bit, and I was still on hinge, you know, trying to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of FaceTime dates, and I remember there was this guy, I won't say his last name, but his name was... I'll just say Chris. Anyway, whatever. That's not his name. But me and Chris were talking and we had a couple FaceTime dates and they were so good. Like everything just like flowed. And he flew down from New York to Florida to have a first date with me where I was staying with my Shannon. parents. Yeah. Teach me your ways, by the way. No, this was real. This is like the only time it's ever happened. Okay. But And obviously my, my parents did a walk by on the date. You know, like I got mm-hmm. ready with them. They were like so excited because obviously we had like nothing going on at around this time. Mm-hmm. He came down. We got like seafood. And my parents, like, at one point, I checked my phone, and they're like, we just walked by. We saw the back of his head. He's very cute. I'm like, get out of here. Uh-huh. Anyway, and then when I went back to the city, we went on a couple of dates, but it it fizzled out. But I think that was more of, like, people were desperate during COVID. True. No, but also, like, that's that's really sexy that he did that. It was sexy. Yeah. It was sexy, but it's also the guy coming to you. So I'm right. kind of referring to the rules a little bit where they're, like, early days, the guy needs to come to no, you. No, no, no. He should have come to her. Yeah. He should have come to her. I mean, it sounds like we don't have all of the very, like, minute details. Like, mm-hmm. it's possible that she had this flight booked already because she was going there. Uh, yeah. And so she was like, true. she was like, I'm just getting on the flight. Have like, you guys dated a lot of celebrities, though? Fuck I, yeah. Yeah. We, I just never talk about it. No, I'm kidding. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, or like anyone who's like slightly famous and I, you don't have to be A-list. Like, maybe one... And I wouldn't call it dating. We were just having sex. Okay. I've dated a few people who are on that level where, like, buying a plane ticket isn't a big deal. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, it, it is a big deal. But to them, it's not, you know? I just feel like they're so self-important. And there's just something about the Sprouses where I feel like they think they're really cool. And so, as a Scorpio, I'm all about, like, the power plays and the power dynamic. And I just, like, wouldn't. I don't like it. For me, but it is spontaneous and fun. The Sprouse twins are absolute freaking horrors. Like, I don't think Dylan is the bad one, but I hear the worst shit about Cole Sprouse ever. Also, like, his ex, Lily Reinhardt, absolutely hates him. Like, every single ex he's ever dated has come out and been like, this man trauma. Like, he's he's worse than John Mayer. He's like a little terror. I can't believe anyone would date him. At least John Mayer is hot and tall. (laughs) Yeah. And he's just, like, addicted to cigarettes, and he's got coke bloke going on. He was the one who was smoking on Call Her Daddy, and it's like, knock it off. Like, you're acting like you, like, fought in a war. Like, you're not a Hemingway. You were on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. You know, like, tone Mm -hmm. it down a bit. So, whatever. But I think Dylan's not as bad as Cole. I agree with you. Today's episode of Fluently Ford is brought to you by Chime. It is that time of year where you might be making some seasonal purchases, perhaps gas to go visit family members, coffee for a bunch of people around a fireplace, maybe even a Christmas tree. But no matter what you're buying this season, when you use the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you're going to be able to build your credit score with on-time payments for everyday purchases. So with the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you have no annual fees, interest, or credit check to apply. You can use it everywhere that Visa credit cards are accepted, and you can build credit using your own 
money. You are also able to get paid up to two days early with a direct deposit. So with a qualifying direct deposit, you're going to get access to your money sooner. So you can start building your credit, open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Go get started at Chime.com fluently. That is Chime.com fluently. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank, member FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Call 1-844-244-6363 for details. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Okay, speaking of love bombers who are kind of doing the most, I referenced Drake because Drake is kind of infamous for having these like very like big all out dates. So there was one date that he had in 2016 with Rihanna and he booked the Ripley's Aquarium of Canada and he booked the entire thing from midnight until just before dawn. They set up a fancy dinner right in front of the glass, which I will say I love an aquarium. Mm -hmm. I feel like a Bond girl every time I'm in one. So I think that's sweet. But also he does this all the time. There was a moment where he, in July 2021, he rented out an empty Dodger stadium in L.A. and like a helicopter flew over and was able to spot him on a date. So I feel like it means a little bit less if he's always renting out these like huge places for ladies. Like it must feel nice, but also not, I don't know, as special. I agree. I mean, he's just like flexing at that point. Mm. I I also just feel like that's probably not even the only time he did something so extra for Rihanna specifically. Like, yeah. And it just didn't work. Yeah. He got so butthurt too. Yeah. You know that he's still upset about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like it either. I think that Drake is also Scorpio and I feel like sometimes Scorpios love a little too hard mm. and people just like don't know what to do with it. It's too much. Yeah. And he has a lot of Leo in him too. Ooh. So that combination is it's, just like, it's a lot. Okay. Yeah. He's got, he's, He's very suspicious to me. We'll see what happens to him. But I remember one of there was this fascinating blind item that like all of the stories about the women he like allegedly has gotten pregnant or, you know, oh had children with or not had children with, but could have had a child with, et cetera, that these stories allegedly get leaked to the public to hide all of the allegedly gay affairs that he has. So he's like, oh, if people think I'm just out here knocking up all of these girls, they won't look into like my relationship with XYZ person or QIL. Oh, I could see that for sure. I wouldn't be shocked if it came out that Drake was gay. I just think every, like, until I'm proven wrong, everyone in Hollywood is pansexual to me. How could you not be? Even think, John Mayer. Yeah, I think actors, like, are mostly gay. Okay, but I would say. it was, um, wasn't it Jeffree Star who was saying that he's hooked up with a lot of men? And he was like, it's mostly rappers and athletes. And I was like, huh. Love that for That's them. interesting. Well, because yeah. Drake started on Degrassi, which is why yeah, I he, said that. Yeah, he is an actor. And I feel right. like the theater guys growing up, like, at school were like 80 percent gay so that's what I always connected to but I mean I could be wrong and that of course could be a stereotype and there's like a Zac Efron type who actually also might be um (laughs) I recently googled that because I thought well he's had too much work done to be a straight man I feel right it's hard to suck dick with a jaw implant yeah yeah Yeah. okay the next category here is um the most you date. So I want us to each go around and say a date that is built for you specifically. And then I'm going to talk about two celebrities who had dates that was just like, so them. It just fit the bill. Mm-hmm. All right, Maren. I can't start. Lindsay. I was actually going to turn it around on you and mm-hmm. tell us about a date with this new boyfriend that was so you. Oh, 
one that was like so me. Give oh my the floozies God. something. There was one where I got invited and I like don't get invited to influencer events like at all. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, no, but nobody wants me there because they're like, oh, this person talking about Jeffrey Epstein and celebrity threesomes. Get her <laughs> out of here. She's not doing affiliate links. But I got invited to um, a haunted house like mansion thing in Denver. And this was like one weekend where we were just like spending like the whole weekend together. And I remember we went and we like went through the haunted house. It was just so fun too, like doing something scary with mm-hmm. like someone there. And we were both like freaking each other out. We got like a drink before we had some fun after. And then we were just like making jokes about it. It was just so fun. Like I love getting scared, but also like when you have like a man there, it just mm. feels or like watching a scary movie with a boyfriend. I just think is so cute. It is. That is so and cute. he's really good too with like, taking pictures of me if I need it for in- like I've dated some guys who like don't want to be a part mm-hmm. of that so I feel like that's always a good green flag too yeah, yeah I love that I love that too I recently was on a date with a guy where he kept asking me to take pictures together yeah and that kind of freaked me out because I'm like why are we taking so many pictures like selfies selfies did it go anywhere after that in Pending. a group chat I'm sure okay. well oh yeah because we had a mutual friend who connected us Mm-hmm. So okay, went, so maybe it was like to send to the mutual friend. It was proof of yeah. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> proof of life. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think the most me date would just be like a fancy dinner. I like opulence. Um, if a guy ever surprised me early days of dating, like on a, like a weekend trip, I would love that. Like bring me somewhere warm. Yeah. In a New York winter. Um, okay, I massages, remember... pedicures, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, really? You'd want to get like a pedicure with a guy? Oh yeah. Well, I, I like that. Like years ago, I was dating this guy who was older and he had some money. Mm. And like sometimes we would go out on these nice dates. And I remember at one point he was like, all right, for our date on Friday, are you willing to travel? Like, how do you feel about being adventurous? And I remember I was like at work and I was like, oh, my God, we're going to Paris. I was like, <laughs> I, I can just you. tell like this is what's going to happen. And I was like crafting something back that's witty. I was like yeah like blah, blah blah I forget exactly what I said but I was like I am like in and then he goes great like this restaurant in Brooklyn and I was like oh, oh god oh that's what you that's meant for a few hours I was like oh my god like let me find my passport no no that's we went hilarious. to Brooklyn I I am more on this I'm more on your page okay I feel like I so one of the dates that I went on with Steven we went to a Nick game it wasn't the first one obviously um, but it was kind of like a coming out party date because mm-hmm. when you go to a Nick game and you're from New York, mm-hmm. you're bound to run into people. Okay. So it was like very like just like typical Libra wanting to show off that like she's dating this guy and yep. like he's cute and whatever. And like, let's get on the Jumbotron and like, let's like did run you? into a bunch of people. We actually did. Um, but it was like not like focused on us. We were like on the top of the people it was focused on. Yeah. So no one really saw, but I just remember I was so in my element because I was like running into people. He was running into people mm-hmm. and I just felt like it was like my living room. I can't explain it. It just felt so comfortable to me. And like, it's, it's silly, but that was just like I love a that. moment for me. Like I was like, I, I love this. And And then there was like another date where we went to a nice restaurant. We went mm-hmm. to Don Angie, actually. Oh, nice. And we had just started crossing the line to being sexual. Mm. And we were, like, talking basically about, like, what we were going to do across the table. Yeah. Like, after, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, like, became... But it was okay to do that because at that point we had, you know, just crossed the line. Yep. And it was just, like, 
it was hot. Like I was like, let's that is get hot. home and, and do it. Also, eating pasta increases your serotonin levels. Really? And so if you want to get in bed with somebody, give them pasta. Okay, I mm-hmm. love that. Oh my yeah. god. That's why I jerk off so often. It's like <laughs> all I eat is like pasta. <laughs> but it's funny how like in each of the dates that's you like I like it to be playful. You like to be like cherished and taken care of mm-hmm. and you like to be like shown off and have some sort of like element of like publicity in there. Totally. You know, so I think it's interesting to kind of like dive into why people like certain dates. Yeah. Yep. So these were the two that I pulled for specific ones. <laughs> the first one was Megan Trainer and her husband Daryl. He was the kid from Spy Kids. They just like crack me up, and I feel like they're always getting into like these little kind of nothing scandals. And it's like Megan Trainer, and like she's on TikTok. Like the two toilets in the bathroom. Is that what they said? They yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah. Like they poop next to each other. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Yeah. They're just like I don't know why. Like I'm just so tickled by the two of them. Yeah. But their first date was bowling and karaoke, and for some reason, like to me, Megan Trainer bowling like she just belongs in a bowling alley I same agree. with her music yeah. yeah no it fits and the guy from spy kids obviously belongs in a bowling alley you know he's good like you yeah. know he practices at home on the week wait is this the the son from spy kids it was well he, yeah he was a little kid when he yeah, was yeah, yeah okay. yeah yeah i'm just clarifying and then the other one that i thought was very fit the vibe of the couple was sophie turner and joe jonas which we did a full jabra episode on public and then sophie and joe episode on patreon but a little teaser of that was their first date. They went out and basically Joe Jonas showed up with a bunch of friends to meet Sophie. He didn't bring security. She says, she says, um, he brought a friend and they drank just as hard as the rest of us. I remember the two of us spending only a couple of minutes on the dance floor. And then we found a space far in the corner and we just talked for hours and hours. Um, blah, blah, blah. Soon we were inseparable. I went on tour with him. So he basically went on a bender with Sophie Turner. And I feel like that's just them. I just feel like they're so always... indicative of like how things ended too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a little, a little crazy. Like, and she's down. Out. Like, there's so many jumbotrons of her just, like, sending it. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about a dumb, like, jumbotron. Totally. But that yeah. actually, like, pisses me off for her because I'm like, she showed him who she was from the beginning. And then at the end, he was like, I don't like that you're like that. I don't yeah. like that you're drinking. Like, you should be more like this. It's like, dude, your first date, you went on a bender together. Like, yeah. what did you expect? Mm. Everything about him really just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. He gives yeah. me the ick. Yeah. I don't like him. Right? Mm-hmm. The way that he, I feel like him and Tom Sandoval are like so similar something about like a man in his upper 30s who's like dressed in Gen Z clothing and like doing a mustache and like dry humping like a microphone on stage I just like oh I just don't like it you know grow up all right also how do you feel about friends on a date like going to a first date bringing your friends not I feel like it's not a date then Mm -hmm. right I don't love that it's like a hang Mm -hmm. I don't like there was a story where wait I think this actually might be down here for the bad dates that we're going to move into. Or no, maybe I didn't. There was somebody who asked out Jennifer Aniston on a date. I feel like it might have been like Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon. And she showed up with like five of her friends. And whoever it was, this male celebrity was like, oh, my God, I'm the man. Like she wants all of her friends to meet me. But she thought it was just like a hang. Um, anyway so I feel like sometimes that happens too because if you're showing up with friends like is it romantic or is it not you're either super proud of the person or you want nothing sexually to do with them whatsoever. no I would only show up with friends if I wanted nothing to do with them yeah yeah okay one thousand percent same <laughs> okay so we're gonna wrap things up here with some of the worst celebrity first dates what was the worst date that you guys have ever been on I already told it. Yeah. Greg. I was just interviewing the guy. Okay. He was also yeah. so short, which is fine if you're okay with that. But yeah. He was shorter <laughs> than me. I remember mine, this like traumatized me in Denver. I had gone out with this guy. I think I texted you guys about it. Our first date was like 
Oh, oh the one who made you pay? Yes. The oh. first date was like a walk in the park and we just like sat in the park and I'm like allergic to grass. So we just like sat in the park. But I was like, you know what? The conversation was really good. I want to be open. The second date, he invited me over to his house to cook dinner. And I was like, feel weird going over to someone's house for the second date. But like, whatever, maybe that's what people in Denver do. And the meal was good, whatever. We kiss a little bit on the couch. The third date, he was like, do you want to walk around this lake and like grab a brewer, a beer at a brewery? I'm like, ugh, like so Denver. Not a fan of it. Also, it was so hot out. So I was like, let's just get the drink. Mm. We got the drink. He paid. He was like, let's go get dinner. We grabbed sandwiches next door. At this point, he's talking like sexual. You know, he's like, here's what I like, like all this stuff and whatever. I'm like, okay, it's the third date. Like we can have some of this conversation. We order a sandwich. It's each like $14 each for a sandwich or a burger. Mm -hmm. The lady comes around with like the card to pay. And I remember he looked at me and I was just like, oh, like whatever you want or something like that. She was kind of trying to throw it back to him. And he went, yeah, should we split? And I was just like, oh my God, you were just talking about like anal sex for like 20 minutes and like you want to split it's like 14 dollars and like the first two dates were basically free for you I sat in grass and like nothing happened I just and he was I think like 36 too so embarrassing and like a lawyer yeah he was a lawyer not okay it just like felt so like it, it felt because of the sexual talk beforehand too it felt very disrespectful it is and I feel like something that happens is um when I told my mom about it and I think my sister, they were both like, you're like overreacting. You should like give him another chance, blah, blah, blah. But something that you can't tell your mom is like why the date sucked because there was this aspect of like gratuitous sexuality like involved in it or him saying something like that. And that's the reason why you're cutting a guy off. But I feel like so many times my mom will be like, give a guy a chance. And I'm like, if you knew what actually happened, you would not want me to see him. Like you got to trust me. Yeah. Yeah. I filter a lot for my mom too. And she's always like, why? And I'm like, just trust me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, no, a guy should definitely be paying, I think, for, like, the first five dates. And if he can't afford a lot, then just plan, like, cheap dates. Yeah. I don't know if Lindsay agrees with I that. I mean, no, my thoughts. A what are your thoughts? For I forgot. Every, a guy should pay for every date until you die. Oh, oh, my God. I love how concrete <laughs> yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, well, there's other things that you can pay for. Like, you should be holding your own in other ways, but the actual dinner dates. But like you never pay for. pay for drinks or coffee or anything. No, no, you can pay for anything else. Okay, but yeah, like on just date night. dinner when he's taking you on a date. Mm-hmm. Even if you guys are going out and it's not a date, you can like that doesn't count. I'm talking okay. about when he's like, I'm taking you out. Then he pays. Then take me out. Oh, yeah. I agree with that 100%. But, yeah, but if you guys pick up salads, like, you pay or something. Yeah, but, like, the worst relationships I've been in are when we make things official and then that next dinner after official, he expects either me to pay or us to split. That's insane. This relationship is over. It's over. Because, like, what, you waited and now that we're official, you're just going to treat me differently? They should want to buy you even more because now you're an investment. Exactly. And splitting is, even with my friends, like, we'll just pick up, pick up and, like, know that we're good for it down the road. There's something about splitting with somebody that I'm about to have sex with that is just, like, a no-go for me. I just can't do it. Or Venmo me. I want to throw up. (laughs) not bring so nasty. Today's episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Jenny Kane. They make some of the most timeless clothing I have ever seen in my life, and it is now the holiday season. Perhaps you've got a work office holiday party coming up. Those were always 
so hard to dress for, weren't they? Like you want to look nice, but you don't want to, you know, show everybody all the goods in the office. Let me suggest to you Jenny Kane, a California brand, and they have these staples that are minimalist. They're very effortless. They're completely refined. It it feels like the, you know, the clothing that Nicole Kidman would wear in an HBO show. Do you get what I mean? It's absolutely stunning. And for a limited time, Fluently Forward listeners are going to get 15% off of their order. So if you want to go check out some of the clothing at Jenny Kane, they've got cashmere sweaters. They've got a perfect like V-neck item on there that are staples they have um beautiful lightweight sweaters long dresses they're fantastic so you could either gift yourself or a loved one the best gift of all jenny kane our listeners get 15 percent off your first order when you use code fluently at jennykane.com that's 15 percent off your first order j-e-n-n-i-k-a-y-n-e.com with the code fluently let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about well, let's end here with some of the worst uh, celebrity bad dates. Khloe Kardashian, pour one out for her. Let's hope that she gets some good luck in 2024. This was an old story because she was talking about how she was IMing with someone. But she said, I met this guy in New York and we stayed connected as friends. And then one time I was on iChat IMing with him and a naked girl walks in the background and all of a sudden the computer just shuts and stops. And he texted me an hour later and said, sorry, that was my sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that. So creepy. Poor Chloe. She does not have good luck with guys. Not good at all. That would be a deal breaker if that was his sister walking naked behind him. Like that's more of a deal breaker than like, oh, we're not exclusive yet. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would rather it be, you know, getting cheated on than like he's having sex with his sister. Were they they were officially dating? I think that they were just chatting. Okay. But still, like what are you doing chatting while somebody's like still in the house? It's like bizarre. Bad form. So we have a story here from Paul Rudd. He went on a double date with a friend of his, but him and his friend realized halfway through the date, they just, the girls and them were not vibing. So instead of trying to make it romantic, they just tried to turn it into like a laugh fest and poke fun at each other and make each other date, or sorry, make each other laugh during the date. But then they end up in the car, all four of them driving home, and Paul Rudd decides to take it to the next level. And he thought it would be really funny if as the car was driving home, he just stepped out and started running alongside of it. So as his date was talking, he stepped out of the car to run, he hit the pavement and the tire like swooshed right past his head. Thankfully, his friend's date was able to pull the emergency brake so he didn't die, but he had these severe cuts on his hands. His pants were torn from the fall and he just limped back into the car and like drove everyone home quietly. Oh my God. It's like the biggest ick. What a dweeb. He should have turned into Ant-Man and disappeared from the car. <laughs> like, Literally. I just that is think... so Paul Rudd though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's just, it really builds his, his character. Do you think he's hot or no? I think he's so hot, yeah. Okay. He looks like my ex, so I'm going to say, mm. not anymore, bitch. Mm. <laughs> after that story, I'm, like, a little icked out. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't ever not think he's hot after Clueless. Clueless just, like, hooked me, and I'm hooked for life. He's cute, but is he hot? I think so. He's no. got a little bit of a baby face, you know? He Like, if somebody told me Paul Rudd wears diapers, I'd be like, I see it. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, like yeah. a big baby. <laughs> still, even if yeah, that I were true, I still would. I still would he's hit the it. sexiest baby. Mm, sexiest baby alive. <laughs> Okay, uh, Charlize Theron, she went on a first date with a guy when she was in her 20s. She called him super handsome. It was really positive. They hit it off. They went out to dinner. But after the meal, he pulled over by her house. They started kissing. She said it was really good. And then he pulled away and whispered, make out with my nose. 
Have you ever been told that in your life? No. Never. Make out with my nose. No, that's not okay. Which, like, it is kind of gross that we make out with mouths. Like, no, there's just not. as much stuff coming out of the nose as there is the mouth. You know True. what I mean? True. True. But it's an open hole. It's a wet. <laughs> but it's a weird, it's, it's too soon for that to come out. But you think later on in life you can make if out with that's your thing, no. <laughs> If that's your thing, though, like, just don't say it the first time you kiss. What's the weirdest request someone has ever said to you, like, whispered to you and, like, asked you? Oh, I have mm-hmm. it immediately. What and it was actually a Scorpio guy. What do you say? He wanted to, oh, my God, it's so weird. <laughs> say it. He wanted to lick my armpit. <gasps> Wait, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's kind of weird. He Did was, like, obsessed with smelling my armpits, too. Let him. I did. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> it was interesting. I'd never like given my armpit the time of day the way that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, do I have like a really sexy armpit or is this a fetish? Obviously, it was a fetish, but you would just be licking deodorant off of someone. Yeah. It's, it okay, weird. this wasn't me, but I had a friend who said that she came from her elbow. Really? Yeah. Like her elbow being like her stimulated. Weenus. Yeah stimulating her weenus. Yeah. I dated a guy that when I sucked on his toes, he said it felt like his penis was getting sucked. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, I'd rather take the toe. That thing's fucking easy. That's so, <laughs> so small. No I problem. feel like guys feel that way when you suck their fingers during sex sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something about like sucking guys just go like wild for it. They're also babies and diapers. Have um, you guys ever had your toe sucked? No. I've I'm not. Shocking. Yeah. And I just got my first corn, so I don't think it's ever going to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> It could be our New Year's resolution. We all get our toes sucked and then report okay. back on it. Perfect. Um, okay, this was one. Let's see here. Tiffany Haddish said that she went on a date with a guy, and <laughs> they said that they were going to dinner. They got dinner, and then he took her to the laundromat and washed his clothes. Um, when she was telling this to a reporter, the reporter said that it didn't sound that bad, and she said, quote, that's horrible. I'm not no damn maid. You cannot, first of all, just the fluorescent lighting alone, you can't no. go there on a date. The laundromat, why the hell? Like, there's nothing worse to me, especially if you're in the early stages of dating. You've been on a few dates and you're like, oh, cool, it's Saturday. What are you doing? I This is my personal pet peeve when a guy's like, oh, I have a few errands to run. I don't need to know that you're getting toilet paper at CVS. Be like, oh, just like, t- like doing some things, blah, blah, blah. I hate it when they're like, oh, I'm going to CVS, then I'm going grocery shopping. I don't know why. I'm just like, you don't need to tell me about your errands. Like maybe when we're dating, tell me about that. But like keep it a little bit mysterious in the beginning. No, I agree. I also think that him taking her to the laundromat was him being like, I don't like you. I just like, and I have to do this task. Like, so come. Yeah. You know, he wanted like, a groupie. If, if he really liked her, he wouldn't have taken her to the laundromat. Yes, no. I've like. dated I dated a rapper once and it sounds very similar. Like he took me to every single errands, but I was so obsessed with him that I just <laughs> went for it. I was like, all right. What errands did you guys do? I'm trying to remember like every single errand you can think of. Like did you get a flu shot together? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> like anywhere you could go. Gas station, car wash, yeah, grocery store, pick up a gift for his mom. Oh my god! Yeah, I was basic, but I was like also twenty two, just had moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I was like dating a hot guy, and I was like into it. Yeah, yeah. Anything you do under the age of twenty five, yeah, it doesn't count. count. All right, and then the last one that we'll end on here. This was a dating story from Zoe Kravitz. So she went on this date with a new guy. She said that she had a great time. He mentioned that he had gotten a new turtle. The next day, 
he calls her and he says, oh, I'm going out of town. I need someone to watch my turtle. And she was a little bit unsure of this, but her roommate was like, you know what? Say yes. <laughs> Say yes to the turtle. So she says he comes over and drops off a duffel bag, says thanks, and leaves. The bag starts moving, so I open up the duffel bag, and inside is a 30-pound African tortoise. I have this turtle for about a week, and I call the guy, and I say, dude, when are you coming back into town? He says his trip got extended, but then it's been a month maybe since we've had Gary, and my phone rings. Hmm. It's Gary's father. He's back in town, and he wants to know if I want to go see a movie. So they go out and see the movie, and he never mentions the turtle at all during their date. So at the end of the night, she goes back to his place for a nightcap, and when she went back to his place, she realized that his house was like a fucking mess, and it was not suitable for a tortoise to live in, and she had come to kind of like the turtle at this point. So then she said she called off the date early. She went home, fed the turtle, and then later donated him to a turtle sanctuary. Oh, my God. I don't think I would have made it a month. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, apologies I mean, to This guy must have been really hot. Right? To get away with all yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he must have been something. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Tell us a little bit about each of your podcasts and what kind of content you have coming out that people can look forward to. This was so much fun. This was um, fun. Always love chatting with the two of you. Uh, my podcast is called We Met at Acme. It's a dating podcast. And we have, I don't know when this is going to air, but we have some fun episodes um, in the mix in the next few months. Mm -hmm. So check it out. We had this guy. Do you guys know Tony P? Tony P. So I found him through you. Okay. I'll tell you about him at dinner, but he's he's hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, Tony P episode should be out by now. And um, yeah, that's there's some other good stuff, but I don't want to spoil it. So you'll have to go out and check. And if you're in Miami, uh, December 28th, we have a mixer. Mm. So come. Amazing. And Mara and I have been to those mixers, and there's hot people at them. There's Hi. always hot people, for mm -hmm. sure. So my podcast is called Crowdsourcing Love. My platform is called Life of Mara and NYC. I do dating, vlogging. I've kind of taken a step back from the in-the-moment vlogging just because I want to give myself space to actually find true love. Hopefully, like, knock on wood, knock on it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, check out my podcast. It's dating relationship. I'm just crowdsourcing. I'm, so I'm talking to everyone, getting different perspectives on, you know, how to navigate modern love and romance. And we actually have a dating journal coming out end of this month and it's a 28 day dating reset journal. And we're really excited. It's our first product. So watch for that. And it's the perfect gift. I know that January 1st is coming up. So if you have the goal to get back out there, pick up the journal. It's going to be amazing. I love that. That's Thank fun. you. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on. And we will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys. Thank you.